Hey, Elizabeth, this is uh, Jetpack. I uh, want to call and say hello and tell you I love the shows. And, uh, oh, by the way, you're a mother than Kara. But don't uh, keep that between us, okay? Bye. Hey, Kara, this is Jetpack. Hey, I just want to call and tell you that uh, I love the show. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, I think you're a much better triathlete you know, than Elizabeth. So just, you know, keep that between us, okay? Thanks. This is Elizabeth, and you're listening to In Transit. Athletes take on the world. And as you can see, it's been a while, and we're not going to re-record, though. We're just doing this in one take. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because that's how we roll. That's right. And so we're just finally back and letting you know we're still alive and kicking. And we just took a small hiatus and had a summer and have been training and and uh, traveling and racing. Yes, exactly. We've got a lot of updates from the summer. Yeah, so we better so, just okay. get going, huh? Yeah, all right. So, Kara, break it down for us. How many races have you done in the last couple of months? Okay, let me look at my race resume. <laughs> Your race resume. Okay, well, I think the last show we did, we talked about the marathon, so that was in April. Yeah. It's been a while. Okay, so um, since then, I did, in July, I did a um, century bike ride, and it was just a rally, but it ended up being 123 miles. <laughs> what? Yeah, because, okay, get this, um, I we were, I went with some people from my triathlon club, and we were going to do the century. Well, they had also a 22-mile route and a 100K route going the same day. So they had three different color arrows on the road. And they told right. all the century people to follow the green arrows. Okay? Well, so we fo- start following the green, and next thing we know, we're almost back to the beginning. So uh-uh. we were on the short route. We were on the 22-mile route. So we weren't just going to, like, stop then. So we just started the 100. We It was the red arrows we were supposed to follow. And... um. It so it ended up being 123. <laughs> oh my god! So that's, that's pretty crazy. much the longest bike ride I've ever ro- ridden. <laughs> I would say so. So that got, so where did you ride? It was all around, like it was all in Connecticut, but it was, I mean, really covered like half the freaking state, you know? Wow! No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. Some part of it was on the along the shoreline, so that was nice. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. How was traffic and stuff? Was it a pretty good route? Yeah, it was. It was nice. It was kind of out in a more the more country road, so it was good. Good. And then okay, so that's one thing. And then as far as triathlon, I did a triathlon on June sixteenth, and that one was pretty successful. Um, it, I got third in my age group, and it was an wow. Olymp- Olympic distance. My uh, time was two hours fifty nine minutes. 46 seconds, oh, wow. which was like a record for me to get under three hours for an Olympic, so I was happy yeah. with that. And I also Great. found out after the fact that apparently I qualified for nationals because... Oh my god! Yeah, because that race was one of the special qualifier races, and if you get top five at one of those races, you qualify for nationals, which was like June, at the end of June, so in in Oregon. 
Which, it sucks. Too bad I could have gone to visit Drew out there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But, in anyway. Oregon, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't, I just looked up the um, requirements for that the other day because someone was asking about nationals and I was like, oh, holy cow, I actually qualified. But, That's awesome. Anyway, so that was cool. And then, oh, and also, I guess right now we can play, I have some before and after audio clips from that race. So, here's Oh, those. good. So, let's play those now. Okay, so it is June 16th, it's a Saturday morning, and I am driving on my way to Middlebury, Connecticut, where I'm doing an Olympic distance triathlon, it's the Pat Griskis Ole Triathlon, and this is my first triathlon for this season, actually. Pretty excited, I've been training uh, pretty well, sticking to my plan. And this, I guess, it's kind of an A race for me. I don't, I didn't have a specific A race for the season, but we'll call it this one so far. This is my first one of the season. But um, so far, my thought or my feelings about this race, well, the course is, especially the bike course, is supposed to supposed to be really hilly, so that I'm kind of anxious about, but I'm not worried that I can't do it or anything, I'm just worried about it slowing me down, um, but other than that, I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm going to be able to finish no problem, but I think my main concern is nutrition, I do have Powerade and, and um, gels with me, but in Olympic distances in the past, my uh, nutrition has always been an issue, so, but I've been trying to train m with gels and Powerade, so that's what I'm, I'm used to. So, we're just going to see how it goes, and I guess that's all I have for now. It's race morning, so I'm actually pretty, pretty awake, which is a good thing. And I also, my, a bunch of people from my triathlon club are going to be there, and there's even going to be some people cheering us there just to cheer us on, so that'll be cool. Anyway, I will record some more once the race is over. Okay, bye. Okay, so the triathlon is over, and I'm on my way back home.
run or anything where I felt like I was running out of fuel. So the only the only thing that was a little bit worrisome was the last about half mile of the run, my left quad was starting to twitch a little, like it was going to cramp up, but it didn't, so, or it didn't completely cramp up, so that was good, and and I ended up finishing just fine, and um, yeah, so I'm totally stoked, so that's my race review. Okay, so that's... Man, it's been a while since I listened to those. Those uh that's how I was feeling that day. So <laughs> sorry about the sorry about the quality on those. They're not exactly perfect. I think I was like driving in my car both times when I recorded, but anyway, <laughs> that's a little taste of my race mentality. And that's then huge, but that's awesome, Kara. Seriously, that's really, really good. And then just uh in August on August eleventh I did another a sprint triathlon. Also, both, oh, yeah. these, both these are in Connecticut, and I got second in my age group. Um, I, I did it in one hour, 18 minutes, 27 seconds. And Holy crap! You were <laughs> And the girl what that... What the distances on that? Um, it was a 800-meter swim. Uh, it was only a nine-mile bike, though. And oh, okay. It, That's, it, was, yeah, it okay. was a lap around the lake, and then uh, a 5K run. And nice. the girl who beat me, she beat me by 38 seconds. I was so pissed, but anyway. <laughs> so, and then I, let's see, I'm trying to, oh, running-wise, I also did three, or no, four uh, 5Ks, or no, three 5Ks and one 10-mile run since then. And my 5Ks, I've really been improving my best time out of those was 25.11 for an 8.07 pace. Oh, gosh, Kara. Which is like, if you've followed our show in the past, that's pretty fast for me. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Okay, so obviously, you the marathon training has significantly improved your overall athleticism, yeah, I would say. I think so, seriously. Like, it sounds like it. It sounds like you really just started booming ever since the marathon. I know, because I, I think it's because it's such a long distance that anything shorter just seems like so much, like you can really keep going. Oh, and another thing yeah. I've, I've been doing also is my triathlon club, um, we have on Thursday nights is track night, and so um, I've been going, doing like uh, track workouts. Speed training? Yeah, like speed training, and I really think that's helped. So oh, I, yeah, I've never done anything like that before, so... Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think one thing that people lack when it's long distance training is they just worry about getting a long distance and not really. Well, I mean, at first, I think that's what you have to do is just yeah. get over the psyche, like the psyche part of the long distance. But then people always forget about speed training whenever they're long distance training. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 really good to keeping that up. That's really really good. Yeah, and then I did a um, a ten mile run. It was called the Sea Leg Shuffle, <laughs> and um, I did that one in one twenty eight forty four. So my pace was eight fifty three. So I'm oh still my gosh, that's so good. Like I was happy to keep my pace under nine minutes over that long a distance. And then that is so good. Um, I have a coming up. I this weekend I have a an Olympic distance uh, uh, triathlon, and then I also have a twenty k road race on uh, Labor Day. So. I'm pretty. Wow. I'm, I'm booked up. I'm booked up. <laughs> you really are. You've been 
freaking racing like a banshee. I know. That's really good. Well, it's like well, being being a part of tri- a triathlon club is really really helps keep you motivated because everybody's racing all the time, and I don't know, it just keeps you informed on what races are coming up, and just yeah, makes you want to do doing more. What. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it always helps to go to a race when you know there's people that you know that are going to be there. That's always so different than going by yourself. And exactly. In a race. Definitely. Right. So t- give so, us your update. My update has been to be really proud of me, Kara. Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't done any races, but I just moved to Arkansas, so I'm still getting in the groove of living here and not Dallas, which is a huge adjustment. Yeah. Huge adjustment. But um. But I'm joining the triathlon club here. Excellent. And so, uh huh, I know. I'm excited. And I've been out a lot lately. I've been actually lifting weights really good, too, which Excellent. is not something I was ever really good at. And I tried to get into it in Dallas, and I was doing pretty good there. But I really I got some help in the gym finally. And so um, now I'm sticking with weights. I've been doing, you know, six small runs here and there. But nice. my my speed has actually gotten better. But I feel like. I'm kind of stuck in my six mile, you know, I don't know. There's there's like, yeah, I'm kind of just stuck at the six mile mark right now. So I'm going to start increasing that in September. Like in September, I'm going to start really, really running. And, okay, here's what you're going to be really proud of. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I have been open water swimming every weekend. I know. Every weekend for the last four weeks. No way. Holy shit. Yes way. That's awesome. I know. And you I know. And you know what's really cool? What? Is I was um out at the lake. I was teaching my nieces how to well, because I was doing open water swim and I come back came back and my nieces were like, How do you do that for so long? And I was like, hmm. It's really not that long but they were like, Teach us how and I was teaching them how and then as I was teaching them I started improving myself. Excellent. And so I know it was really exciting. And so then I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it again. So um, I I did that. I've done it eight times in the last eight water swims in the last four weeks. So Whoa. I'm super pumped about that. That's really but awesome. For me, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> well, you, it was hard to get you into any water before. <laughs> hated it. Even if it wasn't it. open water. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But um, and then I I train I've trained a few times at the pool at the gym, Excellent. and um, I'm just trying to keep my running. So I feel like now actually I'm getting back in the groove of working out and trying to make it, you know, a normal part of my weekly routine. Which is because it took me a long time to get adjusted when I first moved here, and yeah. so I kind of got out of the swing of things. But now I'm getting back into it, and I. Yesterday was my birthday, and so I told myself yesterday that this is the beginning of a whole new year. Yeah. And so I'm going to make this my New Year's resolution and on my birthday and just make it a good year. I'm going to hopefully plan a marathon coming up, and you have to do it with me. Yeah, and then, I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, but I'll let you take the course this time. <laughs> okay. Well, as I'm cool as long as it's flatter. Then yeah, no kidding. The past. <laughs> well, I want to plan a marathon coming up. I want to get in a lot of running races, and then I want to do a half. I want to do a swim race, just a swim race, like Ooh. not a decathlon or a triathlon. I want to do just a swim race, just to see what. Because like, I've never done just a swim race by itself. Okay. I'd like yeah. to do one of those. I'd like to get in a lot more running races. I want to do a marathon again, and then I want to do a half Ironman. And which one? We we better make the announcement. 
Okay, make the announcement. Well, there's this new some. I guess I put this up on TriScoop actually to see who else was doing it. But so some people might already know this. But um, there's this new triathlon. It's a 70.3 Ironman 70.3 half Ironman. Um, it's mm-hmm. Ironman Muskoka and it's in Ontario in Huntsville, Ontario, which is pretty close to um, Toronto. So, and I'm already registered. I I just decided I better lock that in. It's, and the race is September 14th, 2008. So it's over a year away. So I think that gives me ample time to prepare for that. And I've always, I have said this for a long, long time that I'll do half in 08 and a full in 09. And I'll stick with that and see what happens. Awesome. take it one step at a time. I want to build up my running again, get my running out of my belt, because I feel like that's my strongest, I don't know, my Discipline. strongest sport. Yeah. Yeah. And have so been... I know I want to... Go ahead. Go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, have you been riding your bike at all? Um. Well, I dusted it off, yes. I just <laughs> ridden it once. One time. One time. Well, I bet when you join the triathlon team, you'll be more pumped to go because you'll have people to ride with. Yeah. I met this girl um, a couple of weeks ago who just moved here from Iowa, actually. Oh. And I know. I thought of you. I was like, oh, my gosh. And she uh, is just getting into cycling, and she rides with the Tri-Sport Club, too. But she said she's interested in getting to triathlon. And um, But how I met her was I was at this teaching seminar or something, and we were instructed to stand up and give – a five-minute thing on anything we wanted. So we could set class for five minutes on anything we wanted. And so I picked triathlon. Cool. And how you, what a triathlon is and then how what a transition is and, you know, the three legs of a triathlon. And she came up to me after class, and she was like, I am really interested in getting a triathlon. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I've been out of the swing of things for the last couple of months, but I'm definitely interested too. So I think we're going to get together and ride because she's a cyclist. She just started that. Cool. And so it should be fun, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Sweet. So Yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to the last couple of months. Cool. I'm jealous that you've gotten in so many races. Huh, yeah, I know. I'm I'm stoked. I, I'm glad my, my season's been going pretty good, so. Yeah, yeah it, ha- it really has. You've done extraordinary in the past year. And I have oh another thing um or two two other things okay no one this everything it's funny because it seems like so long ago but we haven't done a show in so long that it still counts you know but um <laughs> I did an Ironman Lake Placid training camp in June oh that's right okay yeah and How it was freaking is- awesome I mean what we did was it, um we got there on Friday and we swam and uh like I think I swam like maybe a mile, like half the course, probably like 1.2 miles. And, um, in the, it's, and here's a little fact for you, Lake Placid Ironman, the, they don't actually swim in Lake Placid. They swim in Mirror Lake. Oh, <laughs> but I didn't know that. But it's in the city of Lake Placid. So, okay. and then, um, and then Saturday we rode the bike course and, and we meaning, um, I went up with my triathlon club and, you could kind of the bike course is um two loops so one loop is 56 miles and everybody kind of did whatever they wanted like either one loop or two i did the whole thing 112 miles <laughs> it was oh my god that's so cool it was good it it's a pretty tough course but it's beautiful and yeah. um and then 
on Sunday we did a half marathon. So we ran, and there the run course there is also like an out and back, but you have to do it twice. So basically, I saw the whole I, the whole course. You know, yeah. and actually, I if if or when I don't know yet. Um, I do an Ironman. I'm thinking I might sign up for Lake Placid. I I know if you compare them, it's supposed to be one of the hardest ones. But I feel like now that I know the course, I'd be more yeah. comfortable with it. Yeah, and I'm familiarity also, always makes a difference. Yeah, and I'm also um, uh, kind of weary of doing an Ironman with an ocean swim after, like, the stories I've heard. Like, remember last year, Tri-Boomer did uh, Florida, and it was, like, really, the water conditions were, yeah. like, really bad. I, I just think yeah. that's, like, not a good way to start off an Ironman. <laughs> no, I, you know, I agree with you. I was in, um, I went on vacation in uh, July, I went to Myrtle Beach, and I was going to do an open water swim out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what has gone into me with the swimming thing, but <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to do it and do it and do it. Anyway, so I was going to do an open water swim out there, and it was so much different than a lake. I mean, yeah. so, so much different. I mean, you can go out far enough, and it it doesn't make that big of a difference, but it's the getting out there part that sucks. Because you have to get out there pretty far for it to be... There's still a lot of current. I mean, it was just yeah. that might have just been my location, but still, I I was like, man, this is exhausting. <laughs> well, um, so. I've actually been swimming in the Long Island Sound, uh, like uh, pretty much every week. I meet up with some uh, people from the Tri Club, and we swim. And I have a wetsuit now. <laughs> oh yeah, right on. Yeah, I know. I feel like all professional or something. <laughs> <laughs> But it, yeah, you're a gear junkie. I totally am. But um, <laughs> I it's awesome because I have people to swim with. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be going out there doing that by myself or anything. So, right. but um, and it's also nice. I mean, they these people have swam in the ocean before. They're from around here, so or a lot yeah. of them are. So I feel like a total idiot in the ocean. You know, like yeah. I don't know how to like it. Well. Most of the time I've done it, it's been pretty calm, but every once in a while, like the last time I swam, it was kind of choppy, and uh, yeah. I mean, you got there's kind of a technique stuff about how to like time it so you don't like swallow a crap load of water when the waves are coming right. over you, I mean. Yeah, I yeah. don't know those tricks, I don't know those tricks. I'm still learning, but, <laughs> but at least okay, I... So go back to, go back to camp thing i mean okay it's okay the first day you swam the second day you biked and the third day you ran right but what i mean you could do that by yourself so what was the benefit of going to the camp i mean what did oh, you do well we didn't have to pay any like it, we just called it a camp you know but we didn't um it was you know all we had to pay for was the hotel room and food and you know we all carpooled so gas but um it was just to have people to to go with you know what i mean like uh okay. and you could i mean like some of them are, a lot of people that went already knew the course like they've gone cuz they do this every year the the club mm-hmm. does and and then so, a lot of the people have actually done the ironman before so um i don't know it's just the benefit, I guess, is just to see what an Ironman course is like, and then some of the people that went were actually training for the actual Ironman, you know. Yeah. But I just wanted wow. to see what it was like and see if it was something I felt like was feasible, you know, like to ride right. the whole bike course and see what I felt like, mm-hmm. and you know. That's awesome! I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Yeah. 
I'm definitely okay, going so next year. So, where do, you, where do you think you in your trust? Do you think you're like probably middle of the pack? Do you think you're one of the leaders? Do you think you're one of the slower in, people? Oh, in my like, club. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm like middle, like because we have like crazy fast people, you know, and then right. and then we have some real total newbies, you know. So, yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, I mean, like, newbie, we even have people in the club that aren't triathletes yet, you know, like, they they may be runners, or, like, they're, they want to do triathlon, but they're still just, they haven't raced yet, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But, I, I don't know, I don't know how other clubs are, but the one I'm in, I, I love it, because everybody, I mean, even the crazy fast people are, like, super nice, and they're not, like, on a you know, on their high horse or something, you know? So it's really cool. And that way you have, it's nice. I feel privileged to kind of be in the middle. So, I mean, I can help the newer people out with basic stuff. And then, but at the same time, I have like mentors that are awesome athletes at the same time. So it's pretty cool. Right. That is really good. I feel like. I know. I'm looking forward to that, actually. That's what I want to do. And plus, I think it just keeps you up to date on what the races are, what activities are going around in the community, much less. I mean, not not even just triathlon, but races in general and, like, just activities, like health fairs and stuff like that. Yeah. They're always really up to date on that stuff. Yeah, because we have a team website and, like, a message board, and people post on there, like, just random things, and then also, like, workouts, like, hey, I'm doing this workout, anybody want to join me, you know, and we have a lot of, like, standing workouts, like, every Monday is an open water swim, and every Saturday morning there's a bike ride, and, you know, that kind of thing, so, I don't know, I feel like... I feel like why didn't I ever join a club in Dallas? You know, <laughs> like I know, I know. I always wanted to. I wanted to, actually. I wanted to join a cycling team in Dallas because there's so many in Dallas. Yeah. But I was always just afraid. I was just afraid I was going to suck really bad. One thing that was cool about uh, this team is the to join. It was only forty bucks for the year, and so oh, wow. so I felt like. Okay, if it totally sucks, I'm only out forty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I felt like I wasn't really taking that big of risk, and I don't know like what it usually costs to join a club or what the dues are yeah. or whatever. But I felt like that was definitely within reach, and uh, for it, you know the benefit uh, outweigh the cost big time. So. Good, yeah, good. you'll have to. I'm excited to hear about when you join the club, like what, what it's like, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm excited. It, it'll be a while before I get to join because I've got um some crazy stuff going on right now. But yeah, um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I I know a lot of people who are in it already, so that's cool. really good. I was actually surprised that Arkansas had one, to be honest. <laughs> so I was excited that they did. Yeah, didn't the, the people that you know that are in there, did they? What did they say it was like as far as like ability level, and was it pretty? They said there's there's all three levels. I mean, That's intermediate, good. advanced, beginning. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of actually it's interesting because there's a lot of older people in it. That's what like, in my their club, 60s even. Oh, are we don't we don't have a lot of like that old, but um, a lot of the people in the club are like or most of them are, like, married and have kids or, yeah. like, right. older. Like, I'm one of the younger people in the club, basically. So, yeah. But, well, good. 
Anyway, excelente. <laughs> so I think that's our Try 101 update from the last couple of months. Yep. It is time for this show's Soaked and Stellar. Kara, I know you've got something you're super stoked about, and I cannot wait to hear it. I'm stoked because tonight I just got a new bike in the mail. Well, a new new-to-me used bike. Some of you may know I commute to work on my uh, on a fixie, and I, which is excellent, by the way, <laughs> and I recommend commuting to work. It's excellent. Um, but I know that winter is going to be coming pretty soon and I'm probably going to need a bike that has some better tires to handle, you know, different conditions. And I also, uh, finally took my crappy mountain bike to, oh, this is something people might not have known. I have a crappy mountain bike and and it has been out of commission for like months now because there's something wrong, like with the frame, it has like this frame that is connects and those the bolts that connected are like worn out and then also there's I think there's something wrong with the rear hub and it's just basically shot so I finally take it to the bike shop to get an estimate and they basically told me it's not worth fixing which I pretty much that's exactly what I wanted to hear because then that that equals Carrie gets a new bike so exactly So, I'm like, time to shop for mountain bikes. And so I went on, I decided to go on eBay because I just felt like I could get a lot more for my money if I bought a used bike rather than a new one. And, you know, like as far as as better components and stuff like that. So, I ended up winning an auction on eBay for a Surly Karate Monkey 29er. That means, (laughs) yeah, it's... (laughs) um, it, the 29er, that's, uh, it has, like, a little bit bigger wheels than, um, uh, like, the 26s are what's on most bikes now, but 29ers yeah. supposedly gives you better, like, stability and whatnot, and mm-hmm. just looks cool, so. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. What but color it, is it? I, it's green. Question. I knew it. I knew it was going to be green. I knew it. <laughs> It's green and it looks pretty cool and it has hydraulic brakes which I don't oh, know, good. I don't really know much about hydraulic brakes but I want to learn and that'll um, be really good that just that keeps your brakes stable whenever you hit bumps you know how sometimes your brakes um, move yeah if you hit bumps it keeps it stable it keeps it on the pad the way it should be on the oh. pad. I didn't know that's, that. that's really good for mountain biking. So whenever you hit the trails, that'll be really helpful. Uh, okay, bike guru, how did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I like how I just I bought a bike I... with with hydraulic brakes, and I didn't really know the benefit of them. It shows how good of a shopper I am. But actually, I did research the other the other parts, like um, the shifters and hubs and all that crap. So. Oh, that's good. Okay, so since we're talking about bikes, I've got some questions, and I think I'm pretty darn sure there's lots of people out there with these questions, and I think you'll be a good person to answer them. Okay, I'll try. Okay. I haven't touched my bike in forever. I mean, it's honestly, this is terrible. I'm ashamed to even say this, but it's true. It actually is sitting on two flat tires right now because the (laughs) air's come out of them, and it's just sitting there. It literally has on the seat. Like, I'm not kidding. So... What do I need to do to make sure that my bike is up to hop on it tomorrow? Well, 
the tires, they're probably fine. They probably have just lost air over time. So what yeah. I would probably do is air them up tonight. And then if they're holding air tomorrow, then, you know, they're fine, you know? Right. Um, Did and you then, take the tubes out and check the tubes, though? No. No, because okay, so just, just, over time, just over time, they'll lose air. I mean, that's normal. Yeah. Like, if they've been sitting, okay. if it's been sitting there for months, that's normal. Okay, um, yeah, it has been sitting there for months. Yeah, so just air them up tonight and um, check them in the morning, and if they held, then you're good. And then... Okay. Um, you might want to uh, check out your chain, and you, you may want to lube it up a little, like, or just... Yeah, it's actually, I checked that yesterday, and it still looks pretty good. Okay. As far as, like, lubrication goes, but, I mean, okay, and, what else? I mean, other than that, just check out your brakes, you know, make sure they're okay, like, they're, nothing's been, I mean, it's, you've been, you've had it inside, right? It's not like it's been sitting out and... It's never the, been outside. The rain yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, no, I would think your brakes, like, nothing should be rusted up or anything. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. I so, so, you're probably fine. You probably really just need to air it up. And, I mean, take okay. it maybe for just a little spin before you go anywhere too far just to make sure everything's okay, you know. Yeah. And then. Good. Okay, good. That yeah. makes me feel better. You're good. Good. Okay, um, so what if it has been outside? So for those people who do keep their bike outside and stuff. Well, like, the main thing is that if it's been out in the elements, like rained on and stuff, that your brake cables and your chain and everything could all be rusted up. So right. they might not be yeah. working properly. So that's it. Right. number 1A or whatever. Um, <laughs> to not. That's why you don't want to leave bikes outside. Right. The, or at least, yeah. you know, not where they can get rained on and stuff. Like, I mean, it's okay to keep them in a garage or whatever, but, mm. yeah, they yeah. don't necessarily have to be okay. in your bedroom, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to do the air test tonight. I'll put them, I'll fill them up with air tonight and see what happens, and I promise, if they are full of air tomorrow, I'm going riding, so help me. <laughs> All right, excellent. Awesome. Yes. So, okay, so that's Stoked and Stellar. Awesome. It's time for Bon Voyage Trip Tip, and this time we actually have a tip from one of our excellent listeners, and here we go. Hey guys, this is Groofy. Uh, love the show, just calling, been listening to all the back episodes. And I uh, just got to the one where you're soliciting the Bon Voyage trip tip from other listeners. So I'm sure you guys have probably already gotten this one, but just in case nobody did, because I haven't caught up yet. Uh, you're going to ship your bike or take it with you on a plane. doesn't really matter. We all know that they can be lost or damaged in transit. And then you would have to, um, you know, maybe rent a bike from the local bike shop. So in order to make that a little easier... Take your shoes, your pedals, your helmet, and especially your saddle, and put that in your carry-on bag. So rent an unfamiliar bike to do a race. You have the really important stuff with you that's yours personally. All right. Uh, can't wait for more episodes. Bye-bye. Cool. That was such a good tip. I mean, those are. I would. I really wouldn't have thought of doing that, like bringing the essentials like as a carry-on. Or, you know, I know, but it makes perfect sense why you would do this in case. I mean, because everybody's had the experience. Well, 
hopefully not everybody, but everyone's had the experience where they've lost luggage or not gotten in on time or something. Yeah. And when you've paid the money to go to a race, and especially if you're flying out there, it's the last thing you want to do is have a terrible situation like that happen. So that is a yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah, so, awesome I mean, and that's like, I, I might have thought about bringing, like, my shoes, like, yeah. and my in my bag. I don't know. I probably actually all that stuff. I probably would have just like checked it, you know? Yeah. But that's really good. Not my saddle. I would have never thought about that. Yeah. So. But that is exactly what you want to do. That's such a good trip. Thank you so much. Awesome listeners. Awesome listeners. And if you have any trip tips or ideas or shout outs or whatever you want to do, you can call our hotline at 920-482-4822. We will put you on the show. Yes. All right, so this week in the news, we've got a couple of different items that we want to hit on, and one of them is the Iron Man that we were talking about before. It's a half Iron Man in Canada. And yeah, what type of. What? Oh, because I was going to say, I don't think I mentioned that it's going to be the first year for it. Did I mention that? Yeah, that is really. That's huge. That could be a huge. Iron Man 30 years down the road, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they also, um, there's already a bunch of pros signed up. Like, the registration opened, opened, I think, like, August 9th, and there's already several pros, so. Oh, okay, this is exciting. This is yeah, great. And wait, is there a full Iron Man and a half Iron Just oh, a half. It's just a half. It's a 70.3. Okay. Yep. Okay, good. Okay, and what's the website for that? It's IronmanMuskoka.com, and Muskoka is M-U-S-K-O-K-A. K-O-K-A, and that's September 14, 2008. Yes. And I'm super excited about it. Mark it on your and calendars. Also, We're going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I've got a request for people, too. If if anybody knows of an Ironman that's, that has, is coming up, like in 08 at any point, and is under-publicized or something, I want to know about those because, you know, you hear about the big ones, Arizona, Coeur d'Alene, all those, but I want to know about, the like, the Muskoka ones that are coming up and are new and all that stuff. Those are interesting to me. Yeah, or, like, like or even, like, an Ironman that isn't an official Ironman, you know what I mean? Like, Ironman yeah. distance but isn't run by Ironman Corporation. Right, right, like right, a right. Like a mom-and-pop Ironman. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. I'd like to know about those. So if anybody has any information on um Ironmans that aren't Ironmans but are <laughs> Where the Iron Man distance. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, another th- Another thing that I was thinking, um I mean I would first I wanna see how these half Ironmans go, but yeah. I'm thinking I'm an Iron Man might be in my future. Like a full distance one. But I was thinking, I kind of want to do one somewhere cool, like in a different country. I would love to do that. Like, Except that, that is, there's lots of different environmental factors that we might not be considering. I guess we yeah. do a lot of research. I think we'd be good to go. But I was thinking like Iron Man Germany or Iron Man Austria. Oh or my gosh, Sweden, that would be so awesome. Something like that. Yeah. You remember that guy who did Iron Man Germany? We found it. We talked to him at Lake Grapevine or Grapevine Lake, or whatever. Yeah, it's called. totally. I, w- I just thought he was the coolest. I did too. I, don't know why. I wish he was listening. Well, if he is, we shout out to you, dude. He probably yeah, is. and more power to you, Iron Man. Yeah, 
Awesome. Um, okay, so also we have an email. Carrie, do you have it? Oh, yeah. I have been, I've had this in my, you know, save this email folder forever. And uh, yeah. if this is from our friend Mike Pompa out of Oakland. And he has a little thing to say about theory about mile 20, because this is a follow-up from our last show, which was forever ago, uh, talking about uh, my marathon. And here's what he said. He said, it sounds like Kara might have started to get heat exhaustion when you were feeling nauseous and tired during your marathon. It's not quite the same as dehydration. But if the sun got you hot, those symptoms could happen. You could even stop sweating and the skin feels clammy. You did the right thing by uh, dousing yourself with water at the later rest stops. And he said... um, he started this year crashing on his bike and breaking a collarbone, and that was followed by oh two trips to the Southern Hemisphere, New Zealand for fun and South Africa for work. Fortunately, the fracture healed quickly, and he's back on the bike and a lot more careful with downhills now. He's not racing, <laughs> He's not racing. so this is in lieu of a race report. And, oh, Andy finally added himself on our Frapper map. So. Oh, good, good, good. Have you looked at our Frapper map recently? No. Actually, oh I my gosh, Kara! Do we have even more people? Out. I have like almost nine hundred. Holy shit, man! I feel so bad. Okay, listeners, I feel really bad that we haven't put a show out, and I feel like I such a too. slacker and a half. You know? Oh, you know, know what? We had to change the the weather thing because it still says New Haven and Dallas. We need to change it to Fayetteville. I know. I wanted to just believe it was still true, so I wasn't anxious to change that. But yes, uh-huh. right. we didn't need to change it to. Fayetteville. <laughs> um, but yes, oh, I am super excited about our Frapper map. And so anyone who's listening that hasn't checked out the, the map, and what it is, is it is a map on our website, which is www.intransitduo.com. You can go there and mark in your location of where you are and everything. You can even do it anonymously if you don't want to put in your name and everything. But it's so cool to see where people are from. I mean, all over the world. It's just really, really cool. I'm super excited to to have people look that so we can know where people are listening from. It's awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Mike Pompa, and we will play right now, play it right now, his little um, commercial. It's just a couple of minutes long uh, about a race coming up in September. Here's a cycling event you won't want to miss. The 5th Annual Bike Against the Odds Tour to East Bay with four challenging routes ranging from 30 miles to a full century with 10,000 feet of climbing. It's a fundraising bike ride for the Breast Cancer Fund whose mission is to identify and eliminate the environmental causes of the disease. Their pledge-taking website makes the fundraising as simple as sending out an email to your friends and family. The event takes place on Sunday, September 16th in Oakland, California. Several of the well-stocked rest stops have panoramic views of the San Francisco Bay. And a delicious organic lunch, entertainment, raffle prizes, and a health expo await you at the finish line. To sign up or to sponsor a cyclist or a team, please go to www.breastcancerfund.org/bao. Inspire the people in your life to question the chemicals they use in and on their bodies. Together, prevention is possible. And I rode my yellow bike on that beach road. Never thought about Okay, so, yeah, 
have time to sign up for that um, good cause. So thanks, thanks, Mike, for sending us uh, that bit of audio. And for the suggestion that you had for Carrie and doubting yourself, if you're inter- if you're uh, uh, concerned with getting heat exhaustion, and that is a great idea, especially freaking south, the southern states. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's been honestly, it was 108 the other day here. Holy crap. And eight. It was absolutely miserable. And I was out the lake doing my open water swim and I was so thankful. Even the water was hot. I mean uh, it was bad, 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 bad. It's actually so if you're cold if you're concerned that you have heat exhaustion, dousing yourself is a good idea. Yeah. Um and you know, I freaking swear by it. And even if you don't feel like you're overheated, like just I don't it's I feel like it really gives your body a break, you know, because it's like sweating. The purpose is to like um, cool you down. Well, like pouring water over yourself is like artificial sweat, basically, you know. So your body doesn't work, yeah. have to work as hard. So I don't know. I yeah. feel like instant when I do that. I've been doing that. Like maybe that's my secret to my races lately. I dump. I take two waters, <laughs> drink one, and dump one over my head, and I feel like an instant surge of like energy it's really weird yeah it's really well one thing that people might want to be careful of is using ice cold water you don't want to do that you want to use like you know cold water but not icy cold water it's probably not that great of an idea just for shock reasons and things like that yeah you're probably not going to run across that too often so yeah i know most of the time the the water's kind of not all that cold anyway it raises you know right right yeah and after you've been running a while carrying water with you, you know, like in a water belt or something, then it's probably going to be just the right temperature anyway. But even if it's lukewarm water, it's still going to feel really good. So that is a great idea, Mike Pompa, and good thinking, Kara, on your 20-miler. Thanks. Or your 20-mile mark, anyway. 20-mile mark, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. Well, I guess in the spring is we're going to do a marathon, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of looking – forward to that because I feel like I really you know it's like the first time you do something is really when you you figure things out and so like the next time you I feel like I can really improve basically you know yeah I I Uh feel like I know I kind of know what it entails now so now I can think more strategy than than just getting through it kind of thing survival right yeah strategy over survival yeah exactly so that's what's in the news perfect All right, it's time for the no-name nutrition segment. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So I have something It's I don't know if this is really that informative, but it's just a random fact for you. Um, okay. So I finally decided I was going to figure out what the hell quinoa is. <laughs> and Thank God. I'm so excited for you because that stuff is so great. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and I, so, okay, I had this picnic thing to go to, it was like a potluck, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what the hell to make, but I feel like making something kind of cool, you know, either like couscous or quinoa <laughs> or something that people are yeah. like, whoa, you you made something far out, you know, like not your typical, like, potato salad or something. <laughs> so I just went online and, like, looked up a recipe, and I actually, 
I had, like, an idea in my head of kind of what I wanted it to be, like a salad thing, you know? Like, I wanted it to be kind of yeah. Mediterranean-ish, and I couldn't find any mm-hmm. anything that had quinoa specifically, so I just found a couscous recipe, and then I just used quinoa instead of couscous. And, oh, my gosh. Okay, good. Yeah, or I guess there, there's a tip for you, like, because those are, they're both, like, grains or whatever, mm-hmm. so yeah. you can interchange them. And it turned out to be so good. It had like, Ooh. um, like eggplant and roasted oh. red peppers and feta cheese and oh my gosh, that sounds so what good. Else? I can't even remember all the things. Um, uh, cucumber, uh, Kalamata olives, uh, olive so oil, olive oil. Um, yeah, all I don't know. It was really good though. And, I, I don't know, I was just happy that I finally broke out, and, well, really, I was just happy that I finally cooked something, because lately, I've been a slacker in that department. <laughs> and the, the sad thing yeah, is... I've been really good about that lately. That's good. The, the sad thing is that yeah. I, I feel like I can actually, I can cook, I just don't ever do it, because I don't like to cook just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I've been on, this chick I've been on lately? What? Is barley. I'm loving barley these days. Well, how do you make it? How I just you... make it like um, instead of using just water, I use bouillon oh, and just yeah. eat it like that. Huh. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, and I just eat it with like salads and stuff. I mean, it's, that's just been my big kick lately, and it's so good for you. So, hey, I have. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited that you're trying out quinoa. That's awesome. I know. And okay, so I have now. I have an, a question for you about well, quinoa or couscous, because to me they're interchangeable. Um, oh yeah. And it, they are kind of, but I. Uh-huh. So when I made the salad thing, I decided I better just buy couscous as a backup in case I, in case the quinoa turned out bad or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which it didn't. So now I have this whole like thing of keen or couscous, and I don't know what to do with it. Like, what do you? Oh my gosh! I mean, I know. Like, I want to know what's something just really simple, like the barley and add bouillon. I mean, that's completely oh, simple. Oh, okay. You know, well, something that I don't have to have like twelve ingredients to make it. Okay, here's a really simple one. You're gonna be like, that's it. But good. I love doing this. If you have fresh um, basil or fr- and and or fresh oregano, uh-huh. um, just boil the boil the couscous just like you would quinoa, except use bouillon instead of water. Okay. And then people think that's a little too salty, and I think you probably would think that's a little salty. So just the bouillon in half, uh-huh. and then do it do it half um you know half water and half bouillon, and then cook it like that, and then put fresh oregano and fresh basil in it. It is so good that way. Hmm. Okay. It's really refreshing. Now, do you it's eat really that, really like, the next day. do you eat it as, like, a side dish, or, like, like, for a meal? Where... Oh, okay, for, like, a meal or something? Would you well, I would, I've always done, I've always done couscous as, a, like, a side item, okay. but um, something else I've done with it, with, as a meal, is I would put curry in it uh-huh. while it's boiling, like, actually do the curry in the water and then put in the couscous or the quinoa, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I would ha- I would just add, like, uh, this sounds really stupid and you're going to think this sounds really gross, but um, you know how you go to the desk 
and you get sliced sandwich meat. Yeah. Well, I would have them slice the sandwich meat a little bit thicker, and then I would, like, grill. I would just have a little fat steak of turkey or something, and I would just throw it on, like, a saute, and then I would just put down a bed of quinoa or put down a bed of couscous and then throw the sandwich meat on top, and it's really good. Hmm. No, you could, like, make a little wrap out of it even if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So I've <laughs> you want to know what my latest kick is that I've been eating? What? Okay, it, I mean, it's not really cooking, but it's not prepackaged anyway, at least. Um, I've okay. been into the wraps, but the specific wrap, here's what it is. I mean, just whatever kind <laughs> of tortilla you want, and which I like spinach, and, and then you take turkey, uh, green apple... Like you slice green up, apple? yeah, you slice up the green apple like in thin slices. Yeah, um, brie cheese, you know, brie. I love brie. And then um, honey mustard. That sounds absolutely me. Yeah, I mean, and it's brie and apple. That's brilliant. Did you make that up yourself? No, I totally copied off. Of- <laughs> Okay, there's this there's this place in town called Gourmet Heaven, and they have uh-huh. that's like the Gourmet Heaven wrap. And I'm like, why would any? And it's kind of expensive too. But like, I've totally copied it and make it like for you know way less cost. And I feel like oh, that is good. But yeah, all it is is turkey, brie, honey mustard, and green apple, and then wrap it up in your favorite wrap. And you use spinach. And I use spinach ones, yeah. Right, or um, that would even be good with like a cayenne or something. Yeah, or I was gonna say that the, the so tomato, good. tomato, uh, sun-dried tomato wraps Basil. are good too. Yeah, yeah, that. So, so I can talk about food forever. It's fantastic, and it's easy and relatively healthy for you. You know, not right too, on. not too bad. So yeah, good. Well, perfect. That sounds like a pretty good nutrition section to me. <laughs> me too. So I guess. Um, that pretty much wraps up the show this time, huh? Yeah, it does. It does. So I'm just right happy on. that so, we... Okay, so we promise, we promise we are not going to go this long without putting out another show. Yeah, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it is. We're crazy. And next show, I'm going to have an update on my... I'm going to go ahead and do six miles still until September 1st, and then I'm going to start my how had been training. Oh, so yeah. So then I'll have an update on how that's going, and then I'll let everybody know my time on six miles, and then let's see how I progress as the year goes on. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Okay, good. Totally. Okay, well, I guess all we have left is the pump-up song, huh? Yeah, indeed. Oh, and Kara, good luck on your race this weekend. Thanks, and <laughs> I want—I can't wait to hear more updates from you on your training. I'm excited. And let me I'm know. Excited. Let me know which marathon we're doing. Okay. Uh, no, you have to pick this year. You have to pick. I have to pick. Okay. You have to pick. You know okay. which one? You know which one I want to do, but I can't remember when. You're gonna it say is. like Brazil. Oh, um, I can't remember when it is exactly, but I want to do Chicago. Oh. Yeah, because I heard it's a pretty flat course, and and I just love Chicago. Yeah, I love Chicago too. Okay, we'll have to look the dates on that one. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's oh, dang it! It's October. Oh, I'm not doing it in October. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay, well, I'll look up, I'll find one, and next show we'll give an update on, 
I don't know if we'll have picked by then, but we'll at least have a couple of choices, okay? Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, good. That sounds like a good show to me, and I will talk to everyone next show. Yes, so here is the pump pump of song. Cut the mid drop the bass. Go DJ!